Hello there, beautiful people of the world. Totally Layla here, back again for another podcast episode. And this week, I will be interviewing Deanna Kent for another episode of 14 Going On Forever. And before we get on with this week's podcast episode, you guys can find all her social media and her podcast, actually, all in the link on my Instagram and Twitter, as well as you will be able to find all my information at it's totally layla on instagram and twitter go ahead and subscribe to my youtube channel it's all the same and while you're at it go ahead and subscribe to my podcast that you will always be up to date with everything that i talk about because we here we talk about anything and everything so without any further introduction let's just get on with the interview what does perfect even mean? Is there even such a thing? Ooh, ooh. Can we switch up all the rules? And imagine a utopia Darling, I'm just so fed up with these expectations They can weigh me down Okay, it's perfect. Oh, I look all sweaty. <laughs> yeah, I do. Are you going to email them for me? Hmm? That that is my official email right now. I do want to try to fix my computer one. So we got on that picture. <laughs> I've been tech support all day because mom's computer. It's been acting weird too. I don't do dumb stuff on my computer. I don't, do, I don't do anything on there. I do all the work stuff. I'm trying to make a brand. This is very cool. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, my favorite page. What? Is that supposed to be like a flashlight? That's loud. Hello? Yes, Kim. Yes. Hey. Hi. Okay. Okay. You ready for the interview? Yes. One second. Okay. Tell her we're doing audio. We got, like, she doesn't have to worry about this. We're doing audio. You don't have to worry about, like, looking all nice and stuff for the camera. Okay. <laughs> Cool, okay. Well, I'm ready. Okay. Let me fix this. Normally, I use my computer for the questions, and it like has <laughs> little bubbles, so I can like check them off. Okay. okay. Do you want that? Hmm? Do you want that? Um, no, I fixed it on my phone. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. So, first question. Thinking back to when you were 14, did you... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not used to all this. Okay, go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay, well, um, my name is Deanna Ken. I am the co-host of the Millionaire Mindsets podcast, and I'm the owner of Park Hill Capital Ventures, which is a real estate firm. I started it about almost going on two years ago with my better half, and ever since we've been working and building on that. But Prior to that, I did four years in the military before going full-time entrepreneur. 
But other than that, I'm just building and growing and just seeing where this journey takes me. That's cool. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and start off with the first question. It mm -hmm. says, uh, thinking back to when you were 14, where did you think you would, like, end up, like, when you were growing up? Oh, my gosh. When I was 14, I, um, I had no idea my life would be what it's like now, to mm -hmm. put it like that. But I really thought I was going to be in college right now, getting ready to graduate, which I'm in college, mm -hmm. but I thought I would be on a campus with all of my closest friends from high school and all that, um, getting ready to graduate college. I thought I would be in fashion design school right now, somewhere in L.A., that was the plan back then. So I thought I was gonna be a fashion designer. Um, and I thought really just, I really thought things would be completely different when I was 14. Like I thought my life was just gonna be magical and just all these crazy experiences and everything. So yeah, things took a complete 360. The fashion design thing is something really cool. That's something I really wanted to do when I was younger. Like me and my best friend, we like we talked about it we were like we're gonna live in paris and we're gonna be fat mm -hmm. we're gonna do all this cool stuff and then we got older and we were like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a short-lived dream but it was a great dream i um because at first i wanted to be a model but once i realized i wasn't gonna get any taller those dreams just went away <laughs> so that that automatically went out the door but fashion design i got to take it out for a spin i designed like my own prom dress like completely from scratch with the help of a um a seamstress but that's really cool yeah yeah i was gonna do a picture of it one day but it was really cool it was fun to do it but other than that i was like yeah maybe as a hobby but not for the long-term future mm -hmm. okay and is some is what you're doing right now something that you could have seen yourself doing back then not at all I did. I never thought about getting into real estate when I was 14. Like that was, I like watching HGTV and seeing like the houses get re remodeled and all that. Maybe um, being an architect or something, but I never thought I would be a real estate investor buying properties and doing all of this, you know, rehabbing and doing all the work like this on this mm -hmm. side of things. But at 14, it was like not even a thought. Mm -hmm. So what were some of your interests and do you think that any of those could have led to where you are now? Some of my interests when I was 14? Yeah. Um, so when I was 14, I was really determined, I would say. Um, I was really interested in reading, being organized. I was a straight-A student. I liked going to school. I liked learning new stuff. One of my favorite classics was probably history and English class and math so I was really into like the harder subjects for the most part so with me just being like that determined and focused to do so good in school I feel like those skill sets and that same energy translated when I translated into my life now once I got out of school so it definitely helped me a lot with taking my time and paying attention to details and reading and um going through the process and paying attention to the process and taking notes and keeping records of everything. So I would say those skills I was building in high school has definitely helped me a lot now. And a lot of those same interests as far as learning and wanting to um, read and research has definitely helped as well. 
And what was like your biggest dream? Cause like for me, I, I know what my biggest dream is like right now and hopefully I can get to it. But what was your biggest dream? Oh, my biggest dream when I was 14, I would say long term, I just wanted to be rich. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> That's a great I dream. Be, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, I just want to be rich. I want to be comfortable. I wanted to have like a great boyfriend. I wanted a dog. I wanted to, a beautiful condo. I didn't want to have to worry about anything. I just wanted to follow my dreams, follow my passions and just be happy like that was my ultimate dream and never have to worry about anything just go after what I want and travel for sure and just see the world and just live like a unforgettable life that's super cool thank you um what would you tell your 14 year old self like from where you are now to like back then like what experiences would you like bring back up and be like like all this stuff is gonna happen and like Mm -hmm. it'll be okay and like like what would you tell yourself I would tell my 14 year old self is to stay the course and what I mean by that is when I got to probably 16 17 I kind of drifted off my path I started falling subject to peer pressure and listening to my friends and not focusing in school and a lot of those mistakes and not taking school as seriously as I should have during those two important junior and senior year are very important so not taking it as serious as I should have cost me like a full scholarship and it just changed the direction of my life completely so I would tell my 14 year old self to just stay focused don't care what anybody else says or is doing do what you want to do follow your own path and just be confident that things are going to work out the way they're supposed to work out because you just got to have faith and believe in yourself and what you're doing and you can't let other people take you off course. So that was one of the biggest lessons I learned for sure. And I would just tell my 14 year old self, just be patient. Things are going to work out the way they're supposed to work out. And you don't have to always be in a rush, like in a rush to live life. You have so much life to live and so many years ahead of you. Just take your time and enjoy being a teenager and don't rush it. That's something really big that I think a lot of the kids my age would really need to hear. But I don't know that they'd listen. (laughs) (laughs) But I really can't say that they would. That's how it is, Um, especially at that age. You, you have a hard time listening to people that are older, older than you giving you advice. You just want to, you think you know everything and you just want to listen to your friends and kind of just see things for yourself. But if you don't listen to anything else, else I said, that's one thing I want you guys to listen to is just be patient and just stay the course and believe in yourself and what you're doing. Uh, on top of all that, who do you think who or what do you think have been your biggest influences at this point in your life at this point in my life I would say three people for sure um first and foremost my grandmother was my biggest influence in life she always like even when I was afraid to join the military and to try new things and to really go after what I wanted she never tried to steer me the opposite direction she always made sure 
I went after exactly what I wanted and she was always there to give me advice and a helping hand when I needed it but she didn't coddle me she let me see things for myself and grow through it by myself so I really appreciate her for that second person would be my dad um he's amazing he's always giving me so much like life advice and always praising me encouraging me to be the best person I can be and always just helping me through the really difficult times and just being that shoulder to lean on whenever I need him and he's just like a very important person in my life those two and then third and not the last person but the third biggest person would be my boyfriend he really helped me grow into the businesswoman and the pretty much just the woman I am today, just meeting him helped me learn a lot and see life through a different lens and a different perspective. And he really pushes me to be the greatest person I can be and reach my full potential, which I really appreciate from him. And even when I feel discouraged or not too sure of myself, he's always pushing and pushing and pushing, even when I don't want it. And it always works out in the end and I always do better than I expect. So those three people have really been like my backbone and the people I needed in my corner to always make sure I'm good no matter what happens. Yeah. What is it called? And you said that they were like big in helping you grow. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just add on to that and say, which out of them do you think has helped you grow the most as a business owner or as a person in general? I would say my boyfriend because he just has such a different perspective on life and all the different things he knew and he's the one who brought real estate to me and ownership to me and being um, financially literate and all these different topics that I had never really heard of or dived into when I was living in Cleveland so he really opened my eyes up to a completely different way of thinking and a different way of seeing the world so he's been probably the biggest influence out of the three and um what's the best advice anybody has ever given to you that like you could pass on to me and all my friends and everybody else who's listening right now that's a tough one the best advice anyone has ever given to me let me think really quick. Um, I would honestly say like one thing that always stood out to me was something my mother, like I used to be very soft-spoken and very shy, but she will always like drill it into me, like keep your head up and like say what you mean and always like, you know, just be yourself. So for you guys, like that would be, I know it's simple, but it's the best advice. Like, don't be afraid to speak up. Like that's that's what I would say. Don't be afraid to speak up and pretty much don't be afraid to be yourself and say what's on your mind and don't ever let anybody walk over you or try to make you feel less than. Just be who you are and embrace it. That's like another really big thing. I, you probably heard Tirza say, or like me say it, like my saying is be original. Mm -hmm. and I try my best to be myself all the time uh there was actually a lot of times last year where you know how like sometimes things can get like really out of your control and you want to take things back 
So I'd wear a tutu to school just because. <laughs> and like, it's kind of weird to see a seventh grader walking around in a tutu, but that's what I did last year. And mm-hmm. I just, I did it because I could, and it was within my control. And it like made me feel better. Like, and it taught me kind of how to ignore what other people had to say about me. Because mm-hmm. like, everybody was like, oh, she's crazy. She's wearing a tutu. But it like, it really does show that like just being yourself is like the best option yeah it definitely is and it's really like dope that you did that because it's a lot of stuff like if I could go back in time I wish I did that I didn't do simply because I just didn't have the confidence to do it and it's amazing that you have it so young and keep it like don't let nobody dim your light just keep doing yes keep doing what you're doing you know, just, you don't have to be like everybody else. Like, I know social media is one of those things where it makes watching. Yeah, it's so, like, when I was in high school, that was probably one of the biggest problems a lot of me and my friends had, just being on social media, watching everybody else, and letting it make it, make you feel less than, or like, you weren't as good as everybody else, which isn't true, like, not at all. So don't let social media or what other people are saying dim your light. Just like you said, keep being original. And if no nope, people don't like it, who cares? That's mm-hmm. their problem. Yeah. And so because of what you said earlier, I'm going to go ahead and move on to the quote of the day. This quote comes from Twitter. It's from Twitter user Way Diamond. And it says, you never forget about the people who were in your corner when nobody else was. What does this quote mean to you? Mm, You never forget about the people in your corner when nobody else. That means like everything to me because I'm really big on friendships and family. Like that's one of my core values. And I always look out for the people around me, like no matter what, especially if you play some part into um, helping me get to where I need to be or just giving me advice or just being like somebody I could lean on. Like I never, ever forget it. And that's something you should always like, you know, always look out for the people that are there for you. So for me, that's super important. Like always look out for the people who are there for you and just all, all, all around be a good person. Like just treat people with respect, treat them how you want to be treated and just, you know just be positive you don't have to be a negative person or anything and just respect the people who are there for you don't that's one thing sorry to get on y'all because y'all are younger but a lot of kids can be disrespectful to their elders it's such a big (laughs) thing at my school right now my brother calls us all demon children (laughs) because we several teachers have ended up quitting because of us (laughs) several and so it's like a big thing that all of us need to work on is like a whole not just like individuals like mm-hmm. just as a whole because th- everybody's like er- all, everybody that's older than us are like this generation is going downhill mm-hmm. like, it's yeah. like a big thing it's really big and i see i hate to see it honestly because it's it's just like such it's just a culture right now for you guys this generation to be disrespectful and to say whatever's on your mind and to you know treat adults as if they're on your level but in reality you know a lot of those adults are doing things or saying things for a reason Mm -hmm. and you have to respect them not saying it justifies everything that they say and do but for the most part 
be respectful be courteous to the adults around you and if they're trying to help you and teach you things listen just sit down be quiet and listen <laughs> just shut up for a minute <laughs> shut yeah. up for a minute. that kind of goes with um my history teacher he does this thing in our class called current events where he does he basically tells us the news and stuff and basically the whole thing with the state of the union address and he's like um i forgot her name the politician the lady she was like ripping mm-hmm. all the papers on camera and he's like, oh yeah I, and he's like i don't understand how adults expect for you guys to act like like respectful and stuff when you see people like this on tv he's like mm-hmm. this, like i get it like that's why he, he was like i understand like you guys don't have like as many good examples as we used to Mm-hmm. And that's really, I agree with that 100%. There's not enough people setting good examples for you guys, and which is why a lot of things are the way they are, especially when you look at the media and the entertainers. And, and the way doing, people act, they're yeah, all wild and on TV and, they're doing and stuff. All type of crazy things and on YouTube and all that, and it just sends the wrong message to our youth, which is why me and I like to say Tirza and my boyfriend and my friends and associates, we like to do things a certain way because we know people are watching us. And we want to set a good example for you guys and let you know that whatever we're doing is possible for you to do it. It's just, you know, you just got to be patient and be respectful and wait your time until you get there. Yeah, and it's like, I know it's a scary thought, but it's like, it's really true. What like older people say, like, we really are the future and we mm-hmm. have to control what goes on. Like, yeah, <laughs> and so it's just like it's a scary thought knowing the people like that I know at least it's just like I don't know how things are gonna be. Mm-hmm. It's when you hit eighteen, life gets real. It gets mm-hmm. super <laughs> real before you know it. You're twenty three, twenty four, and you're just time just gets to moving. And yeah. next thing you know, you're not a kid no more. You're not te- the cool teenager you thought you were. You're an adult. And, you got other little 14 year olds looking at you calling you old and yeah <laughs> it happens quick it happens quick mm-hmm. everybody in my family's tripping out because i only have like four years left i got like i'm about to go into high school and they're like mm-hmm. oh shoot <laughs> tears tears calls me a dust bunny now <laughs> well it's just like oh you're all dusty and i was like if i'm dusty that like i always like this from like if i'm dusty that makes you ancient <laughs> like it's hey look it's it's coming it's gonna come quick but you know we still young out here me and Teresa we're still young we ain't I know. Shit just yet <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get our age and be mm-hmm. wishing you was like uh uh-uh. yeah I already know it's coming it's gonna come up sooner than I think mm-hmm. and so <laughs> moving on uh, where do you see yourself in the next 14 years of your life? Ooh, 14. I'll be 37, 37, 38. Um, by then, honestly, I will be retired, living on the beach somewhere, living my best life with my husband. And probably by then, I should have all five, all five of my kids I want to have. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean, honestly, by then, I just want to be kind of relaxing and enjoying, like, being a wife and being a mother. And I still plan on being a part-time businesswoman, not so much full-time until I feel like I'm ready to um, dive back into that part of my life. But I do want to, once I get to my 30s, kind of relax a little bit 
and just enjoy life for a while and because right now it's really just all work all work um Mm -hmm. trying to get them coins trying to get them coins trying to you know build the foundation and get to where I need to be and hopefully by then I'm at a point where you know the money just looking right I'm comfortable Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I can just relax for a little bit and um enjoy retirement just be a boss just happy somewhere on the beach Mm. That's a great dream. I'm like, can I have that dream too? Yes, come on, come on, come on. (laughs) And um, again, adding on, what what would you ask yourself, like, between now and then? Like, what would you ask your future self? Mm. As far as, like, life or business or anything like that? Overall. Like, it could be about anything what would I ask my future self? Yeah, because I, I remember when I interviewed Tirza, she said she just wants to know, like, where she's living. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I just, I just need to know, like, where am I, am I like, where do I live? Am I, like, or am I just, mm-hmm. like, am I settled down? I would ask myself, what year is that one year that's going to change my life? Because right now I feel like even though my life is great and I'm still I'm still in the building stages of trying to build the foundation of everything. But I think most entrepreneurs and a lot of people have one year that's really the turning point for everything. So I want to know when is that one year when all my hard work just really pays off and things just start to pick up like super fast. And I'm waiting on that one year where it's like, okay, like this is the changing point. This is when I take the next level, go into the next chapter of my life. Because for me, getting out of the military, that closed one chapter and opened this yeah, new chapter. New chapter. Mm-hmm. And I want to know when is this chapter closed and my next one begins? That's a really good question to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. I think you remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and this is the final question for the day. It is, um, if you could go back and do anything maybe a little bit differently or say something differently to somebody or anything like that, what would you go back and do differently? Mm -hmm. If I can do, honestly, this is kind of bad, but I will go back to, I would say, junior year. Because I had a point how I kind of discussed, I was going through that phase where I started um, falling subject to peer pressure. I started making a lot of different friends because I wanted to fit in with certain crowds. And in doing that, I left a lot of my old friends behind who really appreciated and liked me for who I was. Mm-hmm. And I know I hurt a lot of feelings, so sorry to those people out there. But if I could go back, I would have did that completely differently. Because just because you make friends with a different group doesn't mean, doesn't mean you have to leave the ones behind. Yeah, it doesn't mean you have to leave them behind. And I know um, looking back on it, I could have did things completely differently. And I really know I heard a lot of feelings with that. But, you know, when you're young and you don't really think about stuff like that. You, you make just, decisions. And- yeah, you make a lot of bad decisions. And you just, you know, you're just trying to follow everybody else. But... I would have did that. I would have stuck with my real, true friends who really, really were there for me. And I know we would probably still be friends to this day because a lot of the people I wanted to be friends with, 
I don't even talk to them anymore. So I missed out on some good friends just because of me being selfish and wanting to fit in with the wrong crowd. So that's one thing I would fix if I could go back. That's a really great answer. I really appreciate you wanting to be on my podcast. (laughs) You're welcome. And I really appreciate you having me on. And I love what you're doing. I love it, love it. And to everyone who's out there listening, Layla's the GOAT. She's going to be great (laughs) when she gets older. Thank you. You're welcome. But I hope you all, even if you don't want to listen to me, per se, I hope you all find somebody who is willing to mentor you or help you go through all of the different changes you're going through as a young teenager because they will come and they will come at you hard. So if you don't reach out to me, I really do hope you reach out to somebody and you just stay focused and stay dedicated to your dreams and be positive. I hope y'all all heard that, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I will leave all your links on my Instagram page in my little bio and okay. yeah everybody who's listening go check that out on my instagram i instantly Layla. you want to tell them you're at ah uh, i'm on instagram at deanna kent and i'm on twitter at deanna s kent excuse me if i say anything that is not age appropriate for y'all on social they're, media they're fine i can tell okay. you they're fine <laughs> okay usually it's pretty it's pretty good though it's pretty clean just like i know ahead of time but go ahead and follow me and if you guys ever want to reach out and talk feel free. I'm an open book and I would love to help you guys with whatever it is you need help with. Okay. We're all done. We're all like, finish the whole thing. <laughs> Thank you. This is super cool. I'm really happy you had me. Thank you. It made me happy to have you too because I was like, like I had met you before and I was like, mm-hmm. like she's really cool. And I was like, to see you at the Yes Honey Collective Conference that was like cool to me too. And so in tears that asked me like, who did I want? I was like, mm-hmm. you were on there for sure. And like, there's like a few other people that I was like, I really, really, really wanted. Oh, well, thank you. And you're doing really good with your podcast, by the way, from one podcaster to another. And whenever you drop it, just let me know so I can promote I will it. let you know. Mm-hmm. Just let me know and I'll push it out there. But keep doing what you're doing, okay? Okay. Thank All right. You. Thank bye. you. I- Tell Tizzer I said bye. Tears she said bye. Yeah, I can't hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this week's podcast episode. And remember that all of Deanna's social media and stuff will be linked on my Instagram and Twitter in the bios. So you guys can go ahead and check that out and make sure to go subscribe to her podcast because it's actually really good. I've listened to a few episodes with my sister as well as go ahead and check out last week's podcast episode of mine where I interviewed Tirza Monet, also known as my sister. Um, You guys can go like check out her stuff it will also be linked until the end of this week so make sure to go check her out and follow her while you're at it and don't forget to go follow me on instagram and twitter and don't forget to subscribe to my youtube channel all at it's totally layla as well as subscribe to my podcast episodes so you can always hear my new podcast episodes and yeah that's about it guys that's all i have for this week make sure to come back next week where i will do another interview so go ahead and check that out and 
yeah that was 14 going on forever remember to be original and that you guys are totally beautiful in every single way and that i love you bye guys